Real JP Multimedia, proud sponsor of the Nerdball Podcast. Here to help you with all things audio, video, graphics, photo, web design. From weddings to real estate, commercial business to private use, we offer a big variety of services for almost any budget. And if we can't do it, we will find someone who can. Find us at realjp.com. That's R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Real JP Multimedia. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. I'm finally back. Uh, month of June was difficult. Uh, and hopefully I'll be back for a uh, for mil- uh, multitude of episodes until next June. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of things happening. Kids baseball, kids softball, uh, opening of a brand new park, uh, Glass City Metro Park downtown. Uh, a lot of stuff was happening. So um, I'm excited to be back. Uh, again, you know, as always, this podcast is uh, sponsored by Fort Meg's CrossFit. I am not obviously at, at their place, but I'm still going to, you know, shout them out because they, they, uh, you know, have always helped me and I have always uh, been in their studio or I call it a studio, but been in their office, you know, to record my episodes, but I'm here in my basement right now. Uh, but if you need to know anything about them, check out fortmegscrossfit.com. Uh, I guess today was uh, on super, super short notice. I just texted him uh, about uh, two hours before uh, we podcasted, but he was able to come on, had a great episode, and I can't wait to wait for you all, for you all to listen. I'm Evan Bauer. Um, this is the Nerdball Podcast. Is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher? All right, Evan. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. The apparently very elusive Evan, uh, trying to get you on the podcast for a few weeks. Although, uh, to your benefit, <laughs> to give you some credit, I do uh, text you like two days prior and see if you. Can... <laughs> yeah, um, with with Kenya's work schedule too. I mean, it's just random every week, so you never know when she's going to be working. So. Yeah, it's understandable that it took us a little bit of time to finally get it right. That's all right, man. But I, I appreciate you uh, sticking with me and then be able to come on. Uh, actually, texted you, so this is even worse because I texted you today. <laughs> Three <laughs> so, hey, can ago. you come on? <laughs> I, I thought about it because I know you're you're a big NBA fan. I thought about well, you know, it'd be cool. Maybe maybe tomorrow night might be cool because the start of free agency uh, tomorrow. Right. But uh, uh, tonight works out uh, all right too. Uh, before we get into all that other stuff. Um, what is something, uh, is there something you've been nerding out about lately? Something you've been really into, uh, something that, uh, I don't know, either it's a new or old thing, just something that, that kind of, kind of gets you out of, uh, the daily grind. Yeah. Um, actually like Kenya and I have been venturing into wine. Um, oh, really? I've never, I've never been a wine person. Um, but we went to, um, Cooper's Hawk not too long ago. Mm-hmm. and we did like the flights i don't know if you've been there but they do like uh flights where you get four different wines for 20 bucks okay um and i just told him like give me something sweet i don't like dry wine yeah. like i don't think i'm gonna like any of them and she brought me out four different sweet wines and i liked every other every <laughs> one of them and i was like all right well this might be something so actually <laughs> oh no <nice. laughs> um so yeah what um, uh what triggered that it's just something something new yeah 
we just we just like i said we just went there for dinner one night because she she's been there a few times um and i was like yeah we can go there i don't really do wine though and then i just told him like i said if i'm gonna drink it it's gotta be sweet yeah i'll give you like our four sweetest wines and (laughs) Yeah. So now anytime need... we go to Kroger, I stop in that aisle. Like, ah! <laughs> Not you knowing like... anything about wine, just kind of adventuring. You need like liquid candy, basically. Yeah. Basically. That, I'm just I'm the yeah. same way, man. I, I don't do a lot of it. Uh Andrea does and she always gets Moscato, which is very mm-hmm. sweet. Yep. Um yep. and uh, I don't know a lot about wine either, man. I just I I, yeah. I usually don't don't drink wine, but it, but I'm the same way. It's got to be sweet. Uh, I, it reminds me. Uh, I went to out to dinner. This was a long time ago, but I went out mm-hmm. to dinner. It was me and Andrea and my sister and her husband at the time, and he orders wine. And there's like I think there's like eight of us there, but he orders wine, mm-hmm. and they bring him wine. Uh, they bring him the whole bottle. And they and he like they like show him the bottle. They like look at it. Take they take the they pop the cork puts a tiny bit in a wine glass. He like swishes it around, smells it, does a little taste. And it looks at the, that the waiter just like nods his head and then pours or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't, I would have not known how to, what to do. Right. I would just, I'd have been like, all right, well, yeah, you filled like, up a little bit. Like, can you give me like the rest of the wine here? Like, is that, is that all I get? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, it like blew me away like that. I mean, I know there's people like that, but no one in the history of my circle has ever been like, uh, swirl it around, smell it. Uh, right. Yeah. I just yeah. me ordering wine is like somebody who's never been to Starbucks. Like I get so nervous. I'm like, I don't know what to order. I'm just I'm just here. Got to be like, hey, let me get a large wine. Can I get a large? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> have yeah, you been? So a, that's, that's... Yeah, have, have you been a big drinker to begin with, or was it just? No, I mean, really... in in even with this, like, um, I don't even have like a glass a night or anything like that. It's kind of yeah. just random nights. I'll be like, all right, let me. Sure. We pop pop that bottle open. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just been something new that I've been just trying different things, and and I don't buy like sixty dollar bottles. I buy the little fifteen dollar bottles, and they taste fine to me. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I so, yeah. I've gotten those three dollar bottle wines from Aldi, and those are still pretty good. So <laughs> <laughs> no shame in your that, game. <laughs> that Aldi wine, man. Just yeah, man. Hey, it all. To me, uh, it all tastes the same. They've even had and this is this isn't wine, but it's like uh, you know tequila or vodka when they have those competitions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes that gut rot stuff wins things because <laughs> you know you just can't tell the difference. You know, right? So yeah. I'm sure there are. Yeah. So people. I mean, I've been <laughs> super busy with basketball. Um, yeah. I coach. I coached AAU this year for the first time ever. Yeah. How was um, that, so man? It was interesting. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a different kind of coaching um and i respect the people that do it like but it was definitely different than what i'm used to um mm-hmm. coaching at the high school level it there's just like a certain like way you run things and it seems like in aau i was the only coach that still coached that way like aau coaching is just different um and i liked it um i had a great group of kids we won some tournaments um i think everybody improved a lot and that's the ultimate goal is mm-hmm. that when they leave you, cause you're only, you practice twice a week for 90 minutes each time. Then you go to these tournaments. My only goal is that everybody leave with one or two things that they can take with them when they go back to their, to their uh, high school or, or their junior high, yeah. um, something that they learned from me. 
Um, and I, and I think I did a pretty good job of that. And that was like my ultimate goal. Obviously you want to win, but that's not goal. Number one, number yeah. one is that they improve mm -hmm. so that they can take that on as they continue their career. Um, but it was fun though. A lot of, a lot of time, a lot more time than I thought it would be. Um, so when I heard like twice a week practices, I'm like, oh, this is going to be cake. Yeah. But then when you go to these tournaments and you're playing two day, two games a day, um and and some of them are in Cincinnati some of them are in Cleveland yeah. um, even the ones like at Cedar Point so like we played at Cedar Point we played at four o'clock in the afternoon which sucked <laughs> for our first game but then our next game wasn't until eight o'clock and it was at Norwalk High School so I got to drive to Norwalk and then I booked a hotel at, at like right by Cedar Point because I'm like oh, I'm, I'm not driving back if we play at 8 a.m yeah well, we played at we played at 10 a.m but it was at lorraine high school and i'm like this is not a cedar point tournament anymore <laughs> like i'm in cleveland but but that's the kind of stuff that you kind of get with it too you the, the travel kind of wears you down so like i was happy that the season was over when it was because i kind of needed to settle back yeah into my into like my high school coaching um we just finished like basically june is is a big time for us um because that's when you have like all your shootouts and yeah all and the different little going, practices and yep. stuff too yeah so so we did five different shootouts in june um on top of open gym the other four days a week um so i mean we went five days a week all june um as, as well as hosted mm. two kids camps i mean so it's been it's been busy you know who i bet loves all that though your son julian he loves oh, yeah. all that absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yep and he's, um, been, he's been doing different camps and stuff so it's been fun good good um i want to go back to when you when you mentioned like you were like the only coaching or the only coach coaching the way you were did you mm -hmm. how did the parent because i think kids i think kids will kids were are fine but i think it's the parents mm -hmm. who have to change like did you feel the parents any different or did how did they take or understand what you were trying to do so in conversations with all the parents, like it seemed like they all liked the way that I coached. Mm -hmm. um, and it was different from a lot of what they've seen. Um, most of them said that they want to want me to coach their kid again next year. So that's a good feeling. Like yeah. the, the parents openly want you back. Yeah. Um, so I think it was like a good, a good feel from them. Um, and like I said, I think it was just different than, what they're they're used to expecting when they sign their kid up for AAU because not not to like toot my own horn I don't want to sound like arrogant or, or big-headed but I just coach the way that I've always been taught I yeah. don't like flip the way I coach because I'm coaching AAU or because we only practice twice a week you just gotta kind of dumb it down um it's like it and and at Northview we'll practice every day doing the same defensive drill well in aau i only got 90 minutes twice a week to do something and we play a tournament so yeah. we can't we can't do 30 minutes of defensive drills and then go into 30 minutes of offense and then 30 minutes of like shooting like we don't have time for for all these different things you kind of gotta do short little stints of everything and hope that some of it sticks with the kids and they understand what you're looking for Mm -hmm. um in in those times so like the drills that we do for 30 minutes at northview 
might only be 10 minutes yeah. at AAU practice. And then I'm just hoping that they understood what my vision is or what I'm looking for out of that. Yeah. How, how'd you get, you know, how'd you decide like, Hey, I'm going to coach this team or did you get picked? Did someone ask you, how did that happen? Yeah. So the, the owner of uh jumpstart, um, his name's Alex Geisel. He reached out to me. We we've, we had never met prior to me coaching there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been Facebook friends for like probably eight years just because it was like one of those, like, Oh, this guy coaches basketball. I coach basketball. Yeah. We became Facebook friends and kind of just followed each other through that. Um, same with like Twitter and, and Instagram and all that. Um, and he reached out to me in like January and was like, Hey, I have a really good seventh grade group. We're looking for a, a good coach. Um, and we had you in mind, um, cause he runs the organization with Lamar Rice, who's, um, he played overseas. He's a, a big time basketball trainer in Toledo. Mm. Um, so he, he kind of just said hey I got this group that I really want you to coach and so I kind of had to weigh my options um because I was coaching junior high track um at Arbor Hills oh yeah yeah so I had to decide between those two and I just figured the weather always sucks during track (laughs) basketball the weather never matters and it's (laughs) it's it's my passion I mean yeah I I enjoy track but but basketball is where I want to be so any chance to kind of be the head man again um mm-hmm. because i've taken a back seat as an assistant at, at the high school level it's it's nice to kind of be back in charge for that little bit of time yeah i feel you on that i know we've had discussions about that where you know it was when i was a fresh head freshman football coach it's fun to like run your run your team and mm-hmm. and the way it was set up it's the way it's set up at perrysburg it's because freshmen uh don't drive they can't get to the field uh, to mm-hmm. practice on the turf so the varsity all the varsity kids go there and then the freshmen are just by themselves at the yeah. high school so you're literally by, uh, there uh, by yourself running your own practice doing your own thing and then you know you do all this and i'm sure you feel the same way you do all this because you do want to be on a varsity staff at some in some capacity mm-hmm. right so when that when that eventually happened you know it was a no-brainer like yeah you know i want to do this you know but but you lose that part of being in charge yeah. and you know for football it's probably it's different than basketball for football i'm still in charge of my guys right my tight ends Mm -hmm. i'm still in charge of that but i don't do game stuff you know so i miss that part of it but what helps for me is i was doing jv for a while so you know i was still running that there and my job i'm also in charge of running parks so i still get Mm -hmm. that feeling there but it is once it's gone uh you're like man i you like you want it back because it is like Mm -hmm. a good feeling to have it's a cat. Um, <laughs> but no, and, and that was one of the big things when I made the decision to go as a varsity assistant. He like he told me like I want you to be my assistant, mm-hmm. like, but if you want to continue to coach JV, like I understand that too. So it took me a good week or so to make my decision because I didn't want to uh, like have a knee jerk reaction and say no, I don't want to lose my team or. Yeah. Yes, I want to I want to move up and then be like, dang, I made the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Um so it took a lot of talking with with Kenya, with Noah, with some good friends that have followed me um like on my basketball like I guess coaching career mm-hmm. um just to see what they thought. And um it was really one of those things that when 
I made the decision um, initially. I was like, this is going to be hard. Like, I'm, I'm not in charge of, like, the team, but I it is my only team. And that's where where I got – like, once we got to the season, it was like, okay. Before I had JV, who I really – obviously really, really cared about. And then I had Varsity, who I had to shift my focus, win or lose, and yeah. be able to coach. Because in football, for like, when you're coaching freshman or JV – you don't play the the varsity game till the next day, so you can get fired back up. But if you lose a JV basketball game, you got to get your head straight to go. <laughs> In about ten minutes, <laughs> of, yeah, you got you got ten minutes once you come out of that locker room to get yourself yeah. ready. Yeah. Um, but but my point being, when I only had the varsity to look forward to, it felt like that's all I had. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like like yeah. my passion was still there. It wasn't like well, if we lose it, it's not because I didn't do anything like, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. Um, but yeah, it did feel good to, to be back in charge though. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I like, I love my role, um, at Northview, like we've had some great years. Um, so it's, I, I feel like every decision I've made so far has been the right one. So yeah. hopefully, well, hopefully continue down that path. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It, it always, it's always, um, a comforting feeling to whenever mm-hmm. you do make any decision it, it feels like it's at the very least it's it didn't change much or anything right but, it, but at least you're that means you're you're not going backwards so everything mm-hmm. everything's exactly. forwards either everything everything either there's no steps or there's steps forward so mm-hmm. that it makes you feel you know like then you will I, I feel like you tend to will make more decisions as opposed to putting stuff off you know like all right well i'm mm-hmm. still progressing here this is this is the way it should be but um well and the nice yeah. the nice thing about it too is um like being his lead assistant i have so many different like um so many different things that i'm in charge of yeah so like in game he's the one calling the plays and stuff but it's been all the preparation that that myself and him have put together um because like when we if we play perrysburg on friday mm-hmm. um and we play anthony wayne on tuesday when the game ends on Tuesday against Anthony Wayne, I'm handing them three or four scouting reports on Perrysburg. Like, here you go. Here's everything about them. That way he doesn't have to focus on them ahead of schedule. He can focus on the opponent in front of us and I can kind of be the one to say, all right, now that, now that we're passing them, here's what you need to focus on. So, yeah. And, and I, and I've talked to some coaches in the area and they, they're like, man, like we don't have assistants like that. Like I'm doing most of the prep work, which sucks. Like, like, well, so. well, part, part of that too is, you know, and not every coach, but part of that too is some coaches don't want to let go of stuff. Like mm. it, It's like, they, they need to control everything and do everything. Uh, maybe yes. some, and maybe some coaches don't trust their coaches to do it. Not necessarily yep. do. I'm sure coaches uh, will do a good job, but is it at the level that the head coach wants? And if it's not going to be, then he's going to do it himself. So a, right. a lot of it, I think a lot of it is putting trust in your assistants to say like, mm-hmm. okay, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And if they do it good. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, if they don't do it to their liking, well then tell them like, all right, well, this is great, but I would like next time. Can you give me, um, you gave me one sheet on this, you know, actually, can you expand right. on that? I'm looking for more or whatever, you know, it takes yeah. a good head coach to basically tell their assistant exactly what they need and then let them do it. And then, you know, that's how you guys grow. Right. Well, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure at first my scouting reports probably weren't as, as thorough as he would want or, but, but he's not afraid to be like, Hey, can you, 
when you do these focus more on this or yeah yeah so, and and you need that um that's how you build that trust with your staff um you want guys and girls that that understand exactly what you want so that you're not just throwing darts in the dark hoping yeah. to hit something like so yeah, that, know, well, I, well, I that's how like that. that's how you get better too right yeah you know exactly. if you're just doing the same stuff you're just assuming like okay this is what he wants but in the meantime he's mm-hmm. over there cussing you out under his breath he's saying what the heck is this (laughs) (laughs) what am i supposed to do with this yeah uh have you noticed something that you're like like on a in a game day or game night is there Mm -hmm. something you're particularly good at or that you notice better than anybody else like have you noticed anything um so we at northview we pride ourselves um like our big like i guess factors that will never be out prepared um Mm. so we might get out coached in games we are I feel like our preparation is better than anybody in the area um, because like I said going into any given game um, we have four scouting reports before we've even left the floor against mm-hmm. our previous opponent mm-hmm. um, and then after that he goes and watches another four games on them like four different games and our other assistant watches another two or four game like so we have essentially like when we're in midseason, we'll watch 10 games of Perrysburg before we play them. Yeah. Just, just so that we know that we're more prepared. So I feel like um, to answer your question, just like the preparation factor, as far as like if a team calls out a play where I'm able to be like, Hey, you got to get through that screen over there. Like this is what they're doing yeah. on this play. So, so like I can tell you like specifically Anthony Wayne and Perrysburg are on a lot of sets. I could tell you 10 plays each of theirs right now and exactly what happens on the plays because I've done the scouting report on it so much. Dude, it was wild to me. The very first game I saw, uh, like when you were or one of the first games I saw when you were on varsity and mm-hmm. I was watching you cause I know you and uh, coach Boyce would, would, you know, do his hand gestures or whatever, call the plays. Yep. And you immediately were just shouting what they were. <laughs> and then my head, first thing I thought in my head is like, why does he? Why does Coach Boyce just keep like? I feel like there's a different way to call the play, so you can't. It's not like you're sta- like you're across the field. He's right. be- behind you on on yeah. depending on which way you're going. Like he could just turn his back and not sh- like not show you that's, guys, but he's putting it up and just yelling guys. like what? Yeah, yeah, you're just yelling what it is. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, and some coaches, some coaches might do like because I know like with us, we're like, yeah, you can know our plays, but can you stop it? Yeah, because yeah. like for for our plays specifically, like we have four or five actions out of every single set that we run. Mm-hmm. So you might take away the first or second, but did you have the third or fourth scouted? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to miss that slip to the basket where we get an easy layup. Yeah, and I'm sure that's that's what he's doing too. But it was, it was just so funny to me. Just like every time you, every time he does whatever, you're just yelling it, you know. Oh, did you lose me? Oh no! Hold, please. There you go. All right. There we go. Now we're back. <laughs> Sorry, right, no, I didn't hear what you said after I, what I last said. No, I, I was just saying that it was just I, like you were talking about the different sets and, and actions mm-hmm. you have off that. And I'm assuming that's what a lot of coaches do. So even when Coach Boyce mm-hmm. is yelling it out there, but it was just wild to me. Like every time he did something, you know, because yeah. one thing I try to do, and, uh, and we have uh, volunteer coaches who do it too, 
um it's always try to try to get their get the other team signals when they're signaling plays mm-hmm. on a Friday night and they do it I had two guys last year that did it really well for JV and the other the coaches would get so mad and <laughs> and I'm like you know I don't have nothing to do with the defense anymore but uh it was just it was just so fun because like they like they pride themselves to like try to steal mm-hmm. their signals and it's it, it makes me laugh because the coaches get upset about it and I, I you know, say that that's do the better. big thing we've had we've had some coaches in in our league that have like voiced their like frustrations with us looking down at their bench when they're calling plays like what's part of the game what do you yeah you i don't understand to... <laughs> yeah why, why would so you like, be ups- I, I don't understand why you'd be upset about that yeah i mean that's yeah. part of the game it, it, call call your plays like and call a timeout and say first play we're going to run this second play that if if you want to hide it that bad yeah yeah mm, that's your only <laughs> other option at this point <laughs> yeah man that's funny uh I'm in my basement. I thought somebody was knocking on the door. Mateo's, <laughs> Mateo's been down here playing a lot of MLB The Show lately. Yeah. And he, he likes me watching him, but um, he told me, and I don't know what set it is. He told me where he made it real easy and he just smokes home runs all the time. So <laughs> he's like, yeah, I finally, I finally made it in the majors. I'm like, yeah, because you every pitch is a strike. Got it on rookie. <laughs> yeah. He was, uh, I think today he was four for five with four home runs. Oh I'm, like, I'm like, how do you even get out? I don't know how you get out in this, in this case. <laughs> All he does is That's hit. Awesome. He doesn't. He simulates everything, uh, even he, his field, even his fielding. With? Yeah, he just, he just. All he does is wants to hit. So that's funny. Who's he uh, play with? The Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, yeah. Mateo Melcher, num- number. I don't even know what his number is, but he says for whatever reason <laughs> it changes. He goes, Dad, it, my number changes every game I play. I go, What do you mean? He goes, I don't know. Every one time game? I'm, yeah, he's like, One time I'm twenty three. One time I'm twenty seven. I go, I don't know, man. I think maybe you're losing. I don't know what's going on there, man. They're but, giving it seniority. They're giving it to the guys who've been there. <laughs> yeah, so just someone else random. Guys coming up from the AAA. <laughs> my my dad. Uh, we were talking speaking of video games. I was talking to my dad about that, and because I'll play. Uh, I play Fortnite with some guys from work, and you know, mm-hmm. buddy buddy from high school will play uh, every once in a while on a Friday night. And he's like, he goes, at first I thought it was like weird that you guys played like video game like you guys are almost 40 and you're playing video games he goes but that's how you guys grew up like you grew up yeah. playing video games so he goes i shouldn't right. expect you to not play it anymore you know yeah i, was, I told him i was like i definitely true. play it less but you know it's still fun you know right do you, yep. I, I know i know you're busy too but do you do you play video games at all or are you into video games yeah right? um so i still have a playstation 4 because i was like i'm not paying for that ps <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i play 2k madden yeah Call of Duty, uh, MLB The Show. Did Julian play? Um, he plays 2K, yeah. um, Minecraft, and uh, Hello Neighbor. He's <laughs> really good at 2K, but he plays on like whatever the second level is. I need to oh, get him yeah. up to the next level, but <laughs> one game he had like 90 with Curry. <laughs> yeah, I played with Mateo. Mateo got in a – it was when the NBA playoffs were going on, and he got mm-hmm. in a – he got in a little groove where he wanted to play in Bay 2K. So I was the all-time Spurs, and he was all-time somebody else. And I had, like, 90-some with Danny Green. <laughs> with Danny Green of yeah, all the I people. Just, yeah. I don't know. Just, just how it happened. He was hot, I guess, that no, night. <laughs> one, one game during the playoffs, we were playing with the Nuggets because that's when the Nuggets were rolling. Yeah. And uh, we were playing together, and Jokic had – I think it was like 45 points, 40 rebounds, and 32 assists. It was like insane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Um, he was like, that's a triple-double, right? I'm like, that's like, <laughs> he's going for a quadruple. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a triple-triple. <laughs> Uh yeah. Um did I know obviously you're a big Lakers fan and we were talking about the mm-hmm. the uh the NBA playoffs. Did you watch do you watch a lot? Like once the Lakers are done, are you done or you watch everything? No, still? I, I watch everything still. Yeah. Just being a fan of the NBA. Yeah. Um, especially with, with how the Nuggets were playing. I mean, the Lakers in that series they got swept four oh, but that was a series that could have easily been three one Lakers if they play better in the last four minutes of each game. You know, Ryan Rosillo um, on his podcast with Bill Simmons, they kept saying the whole time, like, like the Lakers are even after they lost, they're like mm-hmm. they were they were the second best team in the whole playoffs. It's just yeah. how it worked out. But yeah, um I wa- I watch basically every night, um, yeah. unless something's going on, whether the Lakers are in or not. Mm-hmm. And then uh Kenya's a Heat fan, so Oh we're wow. def- yeah. we were definitely tuned in to the finals. We were hoping we would get a rematch from twenty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. How how is that? I, I because it, my wife isn't a huge sports fan, so she just likes mm-hmm. the teams I like. But how is that when you guys are just like, like? So she she's not, like so she's super competitive, but when it comes to like our sports team, she's not. So I don't okay. know if that makes sense. So like when it when it comes to like her individual like competition, she's super yeah. competitive. Okay, but like when we beat the Heat in twenty twenty, I was talking all that trash, and she like just didn't care it's like come on like give me something back like fire back yeah so she treated you she treated you like uh like a kid man just like For like real. you get no satisfaction from it so eventually you mm-hmm. just stop like yep like, well at least we won the title i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah she she uh she she's not like into into baseball like that but she'll like teams that she knows i hate like she likes the yankees because she knows i hate the yankees are you a tigers um, fan yeah no, i just okay. don't like the yankees just because yeah. of who they are well, i don't like the yankees either um, yeah, I, yeah yeah you're right <laughs> so i mean she, she'll do that but she um she's a huge steelers fan mm-hmm. um huge heat fan and then uh college basketball she just kind of watches to watch but college football she'll root for ohio state but she's not really like into it into it i don't know a lot of women like in my life that Mm -hmm. like my sisters aren't huge like cowboys are on they'll cool we'll watch them Mm -hmm. you know but they're just even well my one sister my my youngest sister turned into a steelers fan at some point i don't know i don't know what happened but she just Mm -hmm. stopped liking the cowboys uh but and my wife, uh, they're just not like super into team, into team. Like they mm-hmm. like sports and they'll watch the teams because I like them. Uh, the only person that's super into it is my mother in law. Uh, she yeah. loves it, but she's it's a just Bills a, fan, right? Oh my God. Yeah. And she's yeah. super into that, man. <laughs> like that's the only one I've ever, like around my circle, like that, are, that, are, that I know, that's like, crazy. hey, every Sunday she has to watch the game, you know, or right. Monday or whatever, whenever they're playing, like she has to be there watching it. And, yeah. It's so it's during playoffs, like mostly because I have nothing to root for because the Cowboys always get fucking bounced. But uh, I love like be going over there just taking videos of her because it's it's so <laughs> I've intense. Seen some of them oh my on god! Facebook. <laughs> and then and then Andrea's older sister is starting to get really into it too. So now mm-hmm. there's two of them, and right. uh, it just makes it like like I want them to win because they're my family and I want them to be happy. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's so like so intense sometimes it's a little, right. a little too intense over there yeah, yeah so Ke- kenya 
with like Ohio State football is is like how everybody else in your family is. Like she like roots for us, but if we lose, she's like, oh, that stinks. Like, yeah, yeah. But the, the Steelers and the Heat lose, and she's like pretty salty about it. Like, yeah. Especially the Steelers. Like she she watches. She knows more about like players in the NFL than I do. She keeps up with her fantasy way more than I do. Yeah. Um, which is probably why she always is better than me. <laughs> but like, she'll be like, she'll be like, did you pick up this guy off waivers? I'm like, I've never even heard of that guy. She's like, oh, he got 18 carries this week. And he's, he, they're saying he's going to get 26 this week. And I'm like, what the, but during the season, she legit listens to channel 87 on XM, which is yeah. like the fantasy channel the entire time she drives. I don't know anybody like, who listens to that. Oh my God. <laughs> She's a, she said, don't tell him my business. <laughs> but yeah, she's a beast at fantasy. Like, she's yeah. in the playoffs every single year. She hasn't won it, but she's in there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a – it's. I mean, I love sports so much, and I'm just glad, like, that Andrea doesn't like teams that – or, like, doesn't like teams that would be against my teams. Like, it kind of just mm. – she didn't like basketball, really, and she followed football somewhat, and that doesn't really like baseball, so it's just, like – morphed into mine which makes makes life a lot easier <laughs> yeah and now the and mateo's like that the same way likes all my, the sports i like yeah. the only one that's kind of uh rogue uh is is our daughter because she's she, her, she? her whole life has been rogue but she is yeah. a she's i think she's gonna be a bills fan just because she likes mm. she likes that chaotic environment she likes that mm. excitement she wants to be a part of all that and and when we watch cowboys games we don't get that way like we right. just watch them and, and I will be excited or we'll be happy or whatever, you know, but she loves it over there because at your TV. Yeah. <laughs> she loves that though. She's like, you know, she has, they have rituals they do over there. Like my mother-in-law yeah. has a, <laughs> my mother-in-law has this Josh Allen candle, like those big tall oh Catholic God. candles and they, they have to, they light, <laughs> they get no, in a circle, doesn't. get in a no, circle, hold hands. No, and then they say, they say whatever. And then they light the candle every game day. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> dude, every, they have this during the beginning of the football season. There's a That's little buffalo. <laughs> You're crying during the season. There's just she has like a Buffalo Clinton. Bills shrine that she puts all these little things on or whatever. Oh and, my yeah, god, that's hilarious! So, I'm not part of the circle. My father. It's a little is. cult right there, dude. <laughs> My my father in law uh, is part of the circle. I don't know. I think he's reluctantly part of the circle because he doesn't even like get up from the couch. They have to walk <laughs> to him, and he just puts his hands up and they hold his hand. Um, I gotta film funny. it. I gotta film it next season. Dude, that's great. <laughs> but it's fun. Like, only... I like I like sports that much. Like it's cool to see that. You know. Right. Yeah. The only teams that we kind of root for together are Ohio State. But like I said, like when they lost to Georgia, she was just like. All right, what's next? While well, I'm sitting on the couch, like <laughs> you late night dinner, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then we we both root for the Dallas Wings because our our friend plays for them. Oh yeah, uh, in the WNBA. Yeah. Oh nice. One of Kenya's uh, high school teammates. Ah, uh, what's her name? Natasha Howard. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she she graduated she's really good the year too, right? after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the number number five pick in the draft. In yeah. what year was that? In twenty fourteen. Okay. Um, she's won a defensive player of the year. Yeah. She won most improved player. She's got three championships. Um, and this year she's averaging like seventeen points and nine rebounds. So she's having a good year. Um, they're struggling a little bit, but 
they're just they're pretty much brand new um like they brought a, new, a lot of new bodies in including her mm. they're actually they're starting three centers um really so they start two guards and three centers she she's playing small forward she's six three so like for for a woman that's mm-hmm. big yeah um and then their power forward is six four and then their center is six eight <laughs> like they're 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 huge yeah but all three of them like before they got there all three of them were centers well as long as you can move right though yeah yeah and yeah. she's athletic enough that she can she's uh serviceable on the arc like she's shooting like 32 percent from three which isn't horrible mm-hmm. um but yeah so nice. it's been fun to watch her kind of evolve her game because before she was just kind of like a back to the back back yeah. to the basket or yeah. uh pick and roll now she's playing more exclusively like coming off the of screens and and having to make her own offense I, uh, it's actually cool um oh sorry no go ahead go ahead um on twitter today i don't know who the who the person was they had posted like something about people with great footwork in the in the WNBA, and it was all her like, oh really had an entire tweet that was like <laughs> a minute and a half long of of her great footwork yeah i was like that's pretty cool that is cool yeah uh, I I got into uh, the the um, women's basketball tournament, the NCAA women's basketball yeah. tournament, because uh, what's her name from Iowa? Clark, uh, yeah, Clark. Yeah. yeah. So I got into that, and then obviously because of um, uh, Zaya Zaya Cook too, mm-hmm. uh, and yep. then so I I just think it's cool, like because it doesn't happen a lot when when people do do like well from the Toledo area like mm-hmm. it's just a cool thing and to be able to see and then you know she got drafted in the top 10 so that was that was right. cool too you know it's just like man like it, it and it happens so fast I feel like I was talking to my dad just talking to my dad I'm like hey did you hear this this girl from Rogers she's like in ninth yeah. grade and she's the best player everywhere right yeah yep yeah and it, I mean and then you got Anderson um is fighting at the Huntington on Saturday yeah, um, I uh, I don't know if you ever saw those pictures. I I met him uh, because no, I didn't see that. Yeah, they did a press conference. This was probably six weeks ago. They did a press conference mm-hmm. at Glass City Metro Park. So nice. I I went up there um, just to make sure they had everything needed, and then I stayed because I wanted mm-hmm. to see uh, see what it was all about. It was like a live broadcast and everything, and they were talking, and all kinds of people were there, and um and. You know, at the end, I I just went I went up to him and I, there was a photographer there that always does Metro Park stuff and he's been on my podcast mm-hmm. too. His name's Doug Heinball and I was like, hey, can you take a picture of me and me and uh, Jared Anderson? He's like, yeah. So I went up there, got a picture of them, and you know, it, it was it's pretty cool. But the same thing, like just like you were saying, like from this area, and then now it's just a right. huge boxing event and, and yeah, I mean, and, if, he and that, if he wins that, they're saying the rumor is that he'll get a title fight. Oh, really? And and like he's a heavyweight, like one of those could be Tyson Fury. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. just think I'm just thinking of like that. Like, think about he could be fighting Tyson Fury, who to me is the best boxer I've seen. I don't watch a lot of boxing, but mm-hmm. he's one that I tune into when he fights because he's just he's he's kind of like the Conor McGregor of boxing, where yeah. it's like this guy just is entertaining. Like, you got it. It's like must see TV. I heard, I heard, I could be wrong, but someone told me that he used to be a sparring partner with Tyson Fury. I mean, I, I would believe it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, but it, it, it's just, it's a cool thing. It, actually, Saturday uh, here in Toledo, um, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it, it would have already happened. But uh, July 1st, 
there's so much stuff happening. Like there's that oh Italian, so the much. Italian yeah. bowl, dude. <laughs> randomly, they yeah, were also whatever. they they also had a press conference at my park. So I went up there and was able to talk to that. They had a whole contingent of people from Italy, you know, in there for mm. the press conference, and you know they they like there was like ten hats or eight hats on a table of all different teams, and everyone walked out, and I'm like, did they forget? Did they forget these hats? That'd be sweet. And then someone came in and picked, scooped them all up and left. Like, oh man, that would have been awesome to have all these hats. Um, right. So yeah, the Italian Bowl is at uh, is at the Glass Bowl where UT plays, yep. and that boxing match, and then the fireworks at night. And the fireworks, uh, yeah, yeah, man, it's a it's a busy busy Saturday there here. Not only Anderson's fight, and then um, a Toledo firefighters on that card too. DeAndre Ware. Oh yeah, he was at the um, he was at the press conference too. Yeah, yep, yeah, he's fighting as well. Yeah, uh, Kenya knows him from work, it, obviously. Are you guys going? No, Kenya. Kenya works on Saturday. So oh man, I I told her because like the firefighters always come up with tickets to everything, like for free <laughs> that they like ask other firefighters if they want. Like she asked me, somebody had Italian bullet tickets. I'm like, I'm not wasting a babysitter on that. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> If you can't go and and it's the Italian bowl, I'm save that save that for a day that it's something that I really want to do. I said, but if you can get boxing tickets, then yeah. maybe maybe I'll use that babysitter card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could take him, go for a go for a quarter or a half and take yeah, off. That's true. <laughs> I don't that's uh true. I don't know. I'm anticipating not a sellout. So <laughs> I think I Yeah. Think and the, so I um I heard that they gave every buckeye kit cable customer for free tickets really I mean, that's a, i don't think the, the glass bowl can hold that many people can hit <laughs> they're just they're papering the room for a football game <laughs> with people that nobody's ever heard of it's yeah. weird yeah it's so I, weird i don't know uh i'd like to talk to someone on fi- figure out how this happened because it is like a weird Why? a weird thing like so i heard i heard that somebody that is like higher up there like for that league or whatever is from this area. So he's trying to like promote it here and make it kind of like a thing. Uh, okay. Who's, who's going to watch that when it's not in Toledo? Yeah. Like, the XFL can't, can't take off. How is the Italian football league going <laughs> to like <laughs> XFL lost $68 million this year. You think really? Italian, yeah. Oh my God. You know, I saw something. It was like the Rockets had a rough couple of years because they said Black Adam tanked, <laughs> XFL tanked, and then something else tanked. I was like, oh god! <laughs> I don't know. He's he's a bajillionaire. I'm sure he'll find his way. Yeah, out he'll, he's fine. Yeah, he, he'll be all right. <laughs> Man, but, uh, speaking of <laughs> that, reminded me my my one of my friends, George. Uh, we both share of he 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 hates him more than I don't even know if he hates him, but he. He dislikes Burt Kreischer more than I do, but I also mm. don't really like Burt Kreischer that much. Like I can tolerate him when it's him and Tom Segura on their Two Bears podcast. Yeah. yeah. But if it's just Burt Kreischer and somebody else, I don't listen to it because it's just mm. it just turns into Burt Kreischer's podcast. But um, yeah. He he he. My friend George texted me. It's like, well, I guess there's a there's a ending to this fake Russia story eventually because he just lost a bunch of money on his movie. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Why do you make a movie? <laughs> he made uh, I, he made that uh, out of that whole Russian Russian story. Oh. He made a movie. I think I think I remember. My friend said they spent X amount of money and didn't even make it back yet. Wow. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Oh, I know. Uh, 
the other their other thing that the rock tanked was fast 10 <laughs> oh well yeah because it's well what do you think they went to space they went to space in fast nine <laughs> <laughs> oh. what happened to those movies being about racing cars what happened i only saw the first one which i liked yeah. it was cool I, you know because it was such a different thing but I watched up to eight just because I was like, I've seen them all. I got to keep going. And then, and then nine, I saw the preview. They were going to space and I was like, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. No, I I remember watching the first one in the theater, in the mommy theater. That's now a giant church. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saw it there. And when people were leaving the parking lot. Yeah. When people were leaving the parking lot, just squealing and burning tires. (laughs) I'm like, all right, you're driving your mom's van. Let's calm down here. <laughs> you got a caravan in here. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I one and to me, one and two were really good. Three was awful because they went with a whole new cast. It wasn't even like Paul Walker and them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when they tried to like make Bow Wow stay popular. <laughs> um, and they was had that after, the, uh, was that after he dropped the Lil and he just became Bow Wow? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Um, but it also had so the main character was the quarterback from Friday Night Lights movie, Mike Winchell. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was the main character, but he's playing a high school kid, and that was after Friday Night Lights. I'm pretty sure so this dude was like 24 in a high school kid, and it had it had one of the uh, kids from Home Improvement. He looked like he was about 30. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. I couldn't even tell you like the uh, any of the other ones. I, I this clip I always see though. They said it was a, um, they said it was like a, an ad lib, and they kept it in the movie. It was, uh, so, God, who was it? Who Tyrese? He was, mm-hmm. uh, he was drinking. He was like at a cookout or whatever, and he took a sip of water, and the rock comes in, and or he yells to the rock like, "You better hide your baby oil." And the rock yells, oh, and you better hide your big ass forehead. <laughs> and that always makes me laugh. It makes me laugh more because they said it's an ad lib and it wasn't in the script. Yeah. Uh, right. But yeah, I always see that on TikTok all the time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, the franchise just got weird when the fifth one, because that's when they brought the rock in and then they just became action movies. It was like, <laughs> okay, so these aren't even about cars anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, so people were getting paid making those things. I know. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I um I respect the grind. <laughs> <laughs> um one last thing uh that I, I while I was while I was waiting to get uh to get online here I was looking and it's kind of a hard shift but uh I kind of want I want to talk about it and so today and I think it's probably kind of when I first met you um mm-hmm. today's uh when your dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I saw Noah post something about it. Uh, I, I obviously, I never met him. Uh, but can you speak a little bit about your dad? Um, like, do you, um, and maybe you don't, and if you don't want to, you don't have to either. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we can cut this all out. But, um, if you want to, uh, I just, like I said, I never met him and I don't know like where he was with you or how your relationship was with him or any of that kind of stuff, you know, cause we all have different relationships with all our parents and they go up and down right. and, you know, but obviously he was your dad and he met, met something to you at some point, whether, mm-hmm. you know, it's the whole way through or, you know, not. Yeah. So, um, like early on in life, like growing up, he was kind of like how I am with Julian. Like he, 
wanted him involved in all these sports. Um, but never, never felt like he was like making me do anything. It was all like, these are your options. Do you want to do anything? And let me kind of pick and choose what I want to do. And that's kind of where I'm with Julian. Yeah. Um, like my mom is always saying, you push him too hard. You push him too hard. And I'm like, I've literally never made Julian go to a basketball session, yeah. never made him play on a team, never done anything. This is all what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he he tells me like, hey, let's go to Northeast so I can put up shots. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how my dad was. He kind of just said like, hey, if you want to play baseball here, I'll get you on a team. You want to play basketball? Here's a team. Yeah. And um, so that was a lot of a lot of the memories that we shared early on was was stuff like that because he was um one of my assistant coaches for basketball growing oh. up one of my assistant coaches for baseball growing up um so he was just always trying to be involved and in, in a lot of that my mom and I were talking about it recently is he was um a type 3 diabetic uh-huh. um and his for like the time that it was his parents like thought like if he tried to play any sports like he might die like they they took it like the extreme yeah so he didn't get he didn't get to play a lot of stuff like growing up so i think that that was kind of huge for him because he said he was such a sports like uh like he loved sports so much yeah that to get see his kids get involved the way that we did um was was huge for him because he never got to kind of live that um so seeing his kids still involved and and loving trying different things um, was huge for him. Then uh, just kind of like going going through like high school and stuff, we we were like cool, but it seemed like we kind of um, weren't as like close as we were like at, when I was a kid, kid. Yeah. Um, and maybe, and a lot of that was probably me being a well, yeah, teenage Yeah, I was going to say, I feel boy. like, I feel like that's like a, uh, just a high school thing. Like, yeah. you know, so, some kids and some kids, they, that relationship stays like that. But for the most part, it's just like, you're just trying to find figure yourself out and like you know not want to yep. deal with your parents or not you know even if it's just like hey you're at the very little thing hey come eat and you just get mad because you they want you to come right. at this point you know it's like oh yeah. i think it's just part of part of growing up yeah so like um once i went to bg um my mom had moved away she was living in missouri at the time okay. so it was kind of just like at home it was just dad so um when i needed stuff like it was hey let's let's go out to eat or hey can you help me with this like i don't know what i'm doing yeah um so so he kind of like we kind of built that relationship back up i feel like um and and a lot of that was probably being away from home because i stayed in bg i didn't i didn't uh commute so um not really homesick but just having that person there yeah um and then once I graduated, um, it seemed like our relationship grew even more. Yeah. Um, so like when I was in college, I would go home on weekends here and there just to see him. Um, and he would like, like just teach me little things that I feel like I missed out on, uh, growing up. Like, like he, he loved to like cook out like on the grill and stuff. So when I would go home from college, I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to sit out here with you. Cause I want to watch, like, I want to learn this yeah. because someday I'm going to have a family and need to do this stuff myself. So little stuff like that, um, are like good memories that, that always stick with me as him like teaching me. Cause like 
everybody always said like he had world famous uh grilled chicken yeah so like so like now like when i cook chicken like my mom's like dude like this is just like how dad did it like it's nice. crazy like because I, I i listened to how he did it he's like like people always tell you like that it looks like you're burning your chicken you want that little bit of black on there like, <laughs> so like little things like that just stuck with me um like that in, in a normal just like conversation with somebody might just go in one ear not the other that's one of those things that like kind of stick so just after after graduation um like I said we kind of I feel like grew a little closer um and it was kind of that starting a family um he he absolutely like adored Xavier Julian and Cam um and that was one of like the hard things was knowing that like Julian and obviously Noah's boys too and now Bryson at now that he's here um have to grow up without a grandpa um because like he absolutely like adored them and wanted to spend all of his time with them once they were here like it was like you guys are cool but let me see the grandkids like <laughs> it's always like that now man like, yeah yep but but I'm you glad know, that I, you're great but let me see the kids <laughs> i know I, I i know i wouldn't have it you know any other way like like mm -hmm. obviously you want that and you know i think and then i think when you say you know you said that it's hard obviously obviously it's hard for you right because your mm -hmm. your kids don't know any other way but you know, especially bryson like they're not gonna know any other way but you know like man my dad it'd have been cool my dad would have been right here for this thing or would have said this mm -hmm. about this you know all that kind of stuff and, and i think the best thing you can do is not you're gonna think those things but also when your kids get older i think it's good it'll be good for you to to audibly say these things like mm -hmm. just because you're gonna you're gonna talk about your dad that's just the way it is but Right. But for for them to understand like who he was, be like, yeah, you know, uh, if I if I would have done that, what you just did, Julian, my dad would have said X, Y, and Z, you know, right. all this stuff, right? You <laughs> right. Know? And good stuff too. Like, hey, after that game, yeah. you know, my dad, my dad would have would have taken me out for ice cream or whatever, you know, yeah. like like I think it's important for that kind of stuff, which I'm I'm sure you do that kind of stuff, but it's probably more internal than anything. But you know, right. I've I've done that with my kids, like my kids have been blessed that both their sets of grandparents are still around, but they got mm -hmm. to be around for their great grandma. And, uh, you know, she passed away a few years ago and, and I talk about her like that too. Like, Oh yeah. Gigi used to do this when I was a kid or like, yeah. if I'm doing something with them, you know, cause it's just, it's just, they might not think about it now because my kids are 11 and nine, but as they get older, right. like those things keep happening. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a memory that could grow into to something more, you know, for sure. Yeah. And, and another one, like, of like it would have been like one of the, the later memories uh before he passed was uh kenya and i were in vegas um shocking right we go there so much um this is one, actually one of our first times going God, yeah, been... I, I, i'll let you finish your, your story about your dad but <laughs> i have no desire to go to vegas whatsoever <laughs> i'm sure if, if i go i'm, I'm sure if i you. go one time yes i'm sure if i go one time you know, I'll be like, oh yeah, let's check it out. But yeah, I just it doesn't it doesn't do anything for it. But go but go ahead and talk about it. Um so so he uh he had Julian and he was picking us up from the airport and Julian was one at the time. Um so like Julian doesn't know what's going on. He's just chilling with grandpa like yeah. at the airport and our flight takes an emergency stop into Minnesota because they thought that we lost a wheel when we took off from the airport in Vegas. <laughs> 
So I'm like, why are we landing early? Like, why don't we just keep going? And if, if, if we don't have land we anyway, land, it is what it is. <laughs> um, but so we get to Minnesota and my dad's already in Detroit. And he's like, I'm like, hey, we had an emergency stop. Like, sorry if you already left the house. He's like, we're already here. <laughs> and and just it's just one of those things, though. He was like, I don't know, maybe we'll go to one of the bars and have a beer. Like, it was just one of those memories <laughs> again that just stick with you. Like, like corny, corny dad jokes, like yeah. 101. Like, <laughs> but yeah, one of those things that, that like always sticks with me. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Well, we'll, we'll end on that. I, uh, thanks for talking about your dad, man. Uh, I know it's, I know it's probably hard and, you know, like I said, I never met him, but the way you guys, you know, you make posts about him and talk about him, mm -hmm. you and Noah, you know, uh, he sounds like a good dude and, and someone I wish I would have met, but, uh, I, pre again, appreciate you talking about it. Appreciate you coming on the podcast, uh, on <laughs> super short notice. Um, I promise next time I'll try to give you more of a heads up when uh, <laughs> I want you to come on. <laughs> Fair. But I, I gotta try to. I'm trying to get four done this weekend because I'm gonna be out of town nice. next week. So I gotta, okay. I gotta fit these in. But you know, you uh, thanks again, man. I, I always enjoy talking to you and and, and enjoy seeing you out there on the basketball court. So uh, we we'll have to, we we'll to get together sometime soon. Yes, sir. Sounds good. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, see ya. Thanks again to my guest Evan Bauer for coming on the podcast. Uh, I knew we were gonna talk about basketball because that's that's what he coaches and. You know, that's what he likes to talk about. And I enjoy talking about it, too. So we talked a lot about that, obviously. Uh, the wine thing at the beginning was uh, was pretty cool, too. You know, it's always interesting. I love that question. I, I still really enjoy the question about what are you nerding out about? Um, because I never know what people are going to say. Uh, and I definitely didn't think that, that uh, you know, getting into, you know, wine a little bit was, was going to be something we talked about. So it, it's such a cool lead-off question. Um, and, and obviously, you know, ending the podcast talking about his dad. I uh, I purposely, I had the let's get deep questions right here. I, I, I'm not lying there, right here. Um, but I purposely didn't do it because I think we got pretty deep uh, on, a, you know, just talking about his dad. So uh, I appreciate him coming on and talking, you know, just talking about everything. Again, sh on short notice. And again, I uh, appreciate him talking about his dad. I think it's in the, it's important, especially if you keep people's memory memories alive, you know, just keep them. Keep them going. Keep them talk about them, um, and that's how you know. That's how everyone stays remembered. So, so you know, I, I was uh, gracious for him to, to talk about his dad. So uh, I'm back. Like I said at the top of this, I'm gonna try to keep hammering on episodes. You know, uh, things are still busy at the park. Things are gonna be get busy with football, but I'm gonna do my best. Uh, I'm close to twenty thousand downloads if I haven't hit it by now. So I'm pretty excited about that. We got over a hundred subscribers on YouTube. Please uh, like and subscribe uh, wherever you're listening. Um, trying to get those numbers up. I know taking a month off doesn't help, but uh, I got to do what I got to do. So uh, I'm excited to be back. Uh, and as always, thanks to Cuttlefish Graphics, Big Daddy Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and uh, Jake, Real JP Multimedia for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.